This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. Steve Teal, Very Bold Radio and Podcast, Very Bold Ministries, and the Peanut Butter Bowl. I want to share some things with you today. Of course, it's Game Day Peanut Butter Bowl 11, the original, the classic Brandeis and Johnson. It all started with them in 2016. And tonight, Brandeis is hosting Johnson at Ferris Stadium. Of course, I'll be there. Our team of volunteers will be there collecting peanut butter. If you would like to give and are not coming to the game, you can go to peanutbutterbowl.com right now. Go to the PayPal. Click on that. If you're a Brandeis uh, Bronco or a Johnson Jaguar, you can support. You can select Brandeis or Johnson at checkout. Some of my people, and I want to give some shout-outs to uh, my church, River City Church, New Braunfels, and also River City Community Church in Selma. Uh, big shout-out. Uh, well, first of all, if you're River City Church, New Braunfels, you have until Sunday if you would like to give peanut butter through peanutbutterbowl.com. RCMB, 4NB, you can select that at checkout. And Sean Azaro's people, River City Community Church Selma, you can go down right below RCMB is River City Community Church Selma, and you can give um, on behalf of your church. We have, uh, thanks to my pastor, Jason Powers, and his wife, Natalie, um, just big thanks to them. Uh, they allowed me the opportunity to share a few minutes, about five. Thank you. That's a lot on a Sunday morning talking about peanut butter bowl and our church. This was a couple of Sundays ago, and I'm going to share that five minute message in just a minute. So don't go away. If you've already heard it, you know, it's worth hearing again. Come on, don't go away. But because thanks to Jason and Natalie, um, we shared that message and we gave the opportunity for River City Church New Braunfels that they could give online through Peanut Butter Bowl. So we've accidentally, by happenstance, by God's circumstance, the way God moves and through people like Jason Powers and Natalie, um, we've opened it up. So we've got these football games, but we also said, hey, River City Church. How about uh, would you guys like to give some peanut butter to support SOS Food uh, Pantry in New Braunfels? And boy, have you stepped up. Uh, Sunday, 5 p.m., we're going to shut it down. It's uh, for for uh, River City Church, uh, River City Community Church in Solomon, RCMB. Uh, about 5 o'clock Sunday is our cutoff. We're going to award a trophy between the two churches that give the most. And yes, RCMB had a little bit of a head start. So I don't know if Sean Azaro's gang um, can catch up between now and Sunday, but they've done a great job. River City Community Church, last I checked, was in the 300s. And this is all online donations, $2 a jar at peanutbutterbowl.com. River City um, Church, New Braunfels, we are, and I, I should not say we, I should be more neutral because I just want to collect the peanut butter. So they are, Jason Powers, Natalie Powers, the uh, Church of New Braunfels is, um, last I checked, we are, I think we're, over, they, they are over 1,200 jars, which is awesome. And I heard Jason say that he liked to get our church to 1,500, which is not, I mean, that's a lot. It's not going to be easy between now and Sunday. The cool thing is in 2020, it has been, I mean, come on, everybody knows. We're even tired of talking about what a weird, bizarre year it's been. But because of the C word, because of 
coronavirus because of COVID, um, everything kind of shifted for peanut butter bowl. Usually we do peanut butter bowls the opening weekend. There's almost a three or four week buildup. We do a press conference usually in early August. We were going to do it this year in late July to give ourselves a big buffer where we could really collect a lot of peanut butter. We were going to expand to seven or eight different games uh, from four. But once COVID hit and San Antonio shut down and said no football games for a while, no football practices until September, it shifted everything. And we made the decision that let's keep it at four games for now, four games for now, because involving new communities at that time with everything going on and all the adjustments that coaches and administrators, we love you and teachers, we love you that you guys have had to deal with. Gosh, praise God for you guys. We need to pray for them today. But with all those adjustments that they've had to deal with, we decided, okay, we'll stick with uh, seven schools that already know what Peanut Butter Bowl is about, and we'll add one school. That's the Seguin Matadors, and they've done a great job, by the way. And we'll just we'll just go for it. So, but in the midst of all this craziness, it's been a little bit harder to collect as much as we would like. The goal last year was twenty thousand. We hit fourteen thousand one hundred twenty-eight. Well, with all this, it's going to be tough. It's going to take. A work of God. It's going to take what God does. He loves to multiply. It's going to be hard to get to 14,000 this year. Right now, this is just between you and me watching on Peanut Butter Bowl or Very Bold. Um, depending on how Brandeis and Johnson do today, and we have Roan Forest Elementary School, a feeder of Johnson, that they will probably come in probably pretty close to their goal of 750 which is going to beat some of our high schools this year. Just great job, Trailblazers, again. But depending on how Brandeis does, um, you know, it'll, it'll be interesting. I think we'll wind up north of 10,000 jars. And uh, I hope, you know, maybe we push it up to 11,000. If by some God-sized miracle we get up to 14,000 again, man, that would just be amazing for sure. But I do feel like in this strange year, when we thought for a while there might not be one peanut butter bowl, I'm pretty happy if we wind up with eleven or 12,000 or somewhere around there uh, jars that will go to Snack Pack for Kids San Antonio. They feed 2,500 kids every week, and once a month they give them that peanut butter that you're donating, whether online or in person at the game or at the schools. And then, of course, Seguin and New Braunfels, we're giving that to uh, Christian Cupboard of Seguin and the SOS Food Pantry. That goes to feed hungry people, hungry individuals, families that need food in those communities. And again, I just in this weird year, I just give big thanks for my pastor, Jason and Natalie, and also for Sean Azaro when uh, my pastor basically put out a challenge through me on Sean Azaro's podcast real life uh, podcast, which is awesome. Uh, that was fun to be on. And we're going to have Sean Azaro here in a couple of weeks talking about his book. That's going to be great. But uh, really cool of Sean Azaro and his church to say, hey, we'll do this too. And so we are going to award a uh, trophy, a cup. Um, I've had just incredible help from my volunteers, especially want to point out Kent Stewart. K-Stew. K-Stew has done a great job with coming up with some new marketing things. We've been giving out the peanut butter bowl 
colored wristbands and uh, the kids in Alamo Heights Elementary Schools and now Rome Forest Elementary School. Just really, it's been a great thing. The new signage and banners that he's really uh, been behind the trophies that we're going to award to the leading high school. And right now, I will tell you this. Alamo Heights is in the clubhouse. If you're a sports fan, you know what that means. I mean, they're pretty much done. Although I was there yesterday still picking up 24 jars that had been donated yesterday. I was at the junior high school picking up 40 more that had just kind of straggled in. So Alamo Heights is in the clubhouse like a, a golf golfer um, leading the way. And they are over 3,200 jars right now, So, which is pretty phenomenal. And uh, so it it will be tough for Brandeis. I think Brandeis may have a shot. I don't know exactly where Johnson is. Of course, Roan Forest, they're 750 if they get there. That's going to count for part of Johnson. So they've got a chance. But even the other day, I just want to point out some of our other schools, uh, Reagan and Coach Lyndon Hamilton. I mean, all our coaches have done a great job. The booster clubs, the people that have been behind it, even though Reagan and Brennan played last Saturday, even I think it was yesterday, maybe Tuesday night, we got a hundred jar online donation from someone in the Reagan community. So they're still giving. So just great, great job. And we're just so appreciative of all that. You guys are doing a wonderful job. And what we are planning on doing, again, this is just between you and me, but uh, what we're planning on doing is hosting a uh, another peanut butter bowl kind of post-series conference where we will announce we won't have all the coaches, but maybe the top two or three um, coaches. And then we will announce who the winner of the collection trophy is, and uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. So. Right now, Alamo Heights has a pretty good lead, but we'll see if Brandeis and Johnson or somebody else can still even step up. And then between the two churches, we're going to award a trophy as well. And uh, sure looks like River City Church, uh, River City, New Braunfels, has a really good chance. But either way, what do we talk about around here? The hashtag, we all win. <laughs> I know Sean Azaro would joke and say, yeah, but we, we want a little bit more if we had had more peanut butter than you did. But uh, we all win when we feed hungry people. We all win when we feed hungry kids. And I just love doing that. And uh, I just love doing it. So uh, God continues to open doors. And uh, I'm just excited to see about what we're going to be looking at with that. And uh, I won't announce anything today, but we uh, prayerfully will continue to, there's another word right there, just multiply. Because really, we don't have much to offer, but when we bring it to God, when we bring it to Jesus, he multiplies it. That's what I believe. If you're catching this on Peanut Butter Bowl, uh, we are very bold. And uh, this is why we do this. And I want to tell you some of the backstory if you've never heard it. But I also want to give you that little five-minute message that is my spiritual point of view. Obviously, people that give to Peanut Butter Bowl are just giving to feed hungry kids. So you may have a totally different religious belief. You may um, be agnostic. You may be atheist. You may just be generous and kind-hearted. And I, we just appreciate it. Thank you for helping us to feed um, thousands and thousands of kids in San Antonio, 15 to 20,000 kids that on the weekends 
don't have food. And we want to help Snack Pack for Kids San Antonio and Leslie Kingman and other food organizations in and around San Antonio, Seguin and New Braunfels. But I just appreciate all those uh, ministries and organizations that are doing such a great job feeding people. So all that to say, it's uh, it's an honor and it's a blessing just to respond to what God, I felt like, put on my heart in 2016. And it kind of started in 2015. But here's kind of the spiritual sort of point of view of mine is looking back on it. One of my favorite Bible stories, and uh, they're all so good. But one of my favorite Bible stories is when Jesus fed the crowd um, it says in Scripture 5,000, but then it says in the Gospel of Mark, I think, that that wasn't counting women and children. So you do some kind of guess guesswork math. That's what I used to do in high school all the time. So C's are a beautiful thing. Uh, but looking back, 5,000 men, then how many women do you think and how many children? So I'm just going to conservatively say that probably fifteen to 20,000 people that were hungry. They'd been following Jesus around. It was spontaneous. They hadn't planned on taking a picnic or a carry out or anything. They just were with Jesus. They were following him around, listening to his teaching, watching him heal people. And at the end of the day, they are hungry and they are tired. And Jesus team, those, that team of disciples or apostles, they say to Jesus, I mean, they're worn out too. And they say, Jesus, send them away. Send them away so they'll go get something to eat. And Jesus, as I look back on these five years, uh, these words just resonate now with my soul. And I feel like looking back on it, and I'll explain the entire backstory in just a few minutes, but looking back on it, it's like this. It's like Jesus, he told them, those that team, you give them something to eat. And those very same words, as I look at it now, I feel like Jesus said to me, you Give them something to eat. Now, back then, 2,000 years ago, Jesus, it says, had compassion on those crowds. They were hungry. And so he said to the apostles, you give them something to eat. They must have thought Jesus was crazy because they didn't have anything. It would have taken so much money. If you can imagine trying to feed uh, people in the AT&T Center, 20,000, 18,000 people, how much money would it take to feed them? Not even concession stand prices, just regular prices. Well, that's what the apostles thought when Jesus said that. You've got to be out of your mind. And Jesus basically said, will you bring me? what you've got. What do you have? What do we have to work with? And then if you put together the Gospel of John and his telling of the story, it's uh, Andrew, kind of the quiet apostle of the two brothers, Andrew and Peter, says, well, here's a boy with five loaves and two fish, but what is that? What is that? That is enough for Jesus, for God to do a work. That is is enough for Jesus to do, man, his powerful miracle and sign and wonder. So Jesus, if you know the story, your your Bible story, uh, you know that he multiplied those loaves and those fishes, that, that he fed those 5,000 plus the women and children, 15 to 20,000 that he had had compassion on. And still there were 12 baskets full of leftovers at the end of it. That's what God loves to do is multiply. You give them something to eat. So in 2016, and I'm on the 12th floor up here 
with uh, Salem Media Group, KSLR AM 630, overlooking the airport. Overlooking, if I stand up, I can see Trinity University. I can see Fort Sam. I can see a good horizon of San Antonio. And I can picture those hungry children, fifteen to 20,000 kids that don't have food on the weekends. Their meals are Monday to Friday at school and on the weekends, whatever they can get. And that's where Snack Pack for Kids San Antonio comes in. Leslie Kingman and her team and her volunteers and organizations that support that. So in 2016, I feel like Jesus looked out across San Antonio and had compassion on those kids, those children that needed protein, needed food. And he basically said to me, you give them something to eat. And uh, I said, Jesus, I've got half a jar of uh, Skippy right here. And I've got three slices of bread. (laughs) You do what you got to do. And Jesus basically said to me, look again, what do you have? What do you have? And so I said, well, you know what I have is football. I love football. I'm excited about Brandeis Johnson, not just for peanut butter, but because that's a great football game involving many friends of mine that uh, I'm blessed to know and to work with each and every week at Johnson and Brandeis. Uh, I love the football aspect of it. So I'm like, Jesus, I've got football. And Jesus said, look again. I said, well, I have friendships with some of these great coaches in town. I've got Coach Ritterman at the time for those first 11, 12 years at Johnson High School. And at the time, Jeff Fleener at Brandeis High School, who used to be in my youth group when I was at Northern Hills here in San Antonio. And so uh, when I found out that Snack Pack for Kids needed some peanut butter or could use some peanut butter, that is when, for me, boom, Daily Bread Warehouse is where I was looking at Snack Pack for Kids. I can still picture it. I can still picture it talking to Seth Keen, who was the leader of Daily Bread Ministries at the time. He's retired now. I can still picture seeing that peanut butter, asking him, what is that for? And the light switch going on, and I just knew the peanut butter bowl was what we could do. That's how we could feed hungry kids. It just came together now. Uh, so I'll give you the backstory in just a second because that is that is the spiritual truth of what God has done. And me being in Daily Bread Ministries is the literal truth of what God has done. But I want to give you the backstory about the coaches and all that. But first, I'll say this. So in 2016, we didn't know if we would collect a jar or 10 jars or what. First of all, I want to give some thanks to HEB because immediately they gave over 200 jars. So we knew even if nobody in Johnson or Brandeis stepped up, we had already kind of had put a W up on the scoreboard, already had that win. And HEB ever since has been always leading the way. They're our first donors every year. You're going to have to beat them to it if you want to do it in 2021. This year they've donated 1,400 jars before before even the games were moved or scheduled. So just big thanks to HEB. So um, that's going to help our total if we get up. And that counts as part of that 10,000 I'm talking about. So we still have you know ways to go if we're going to get eleven or 12,000. But uh, so 2016, we collected, including those 200 from HEB, about a little bit over 4,000 jars of peanut butter, 4,200, I think. The following year uh, – We still had some growth with Johnson and Brandeis. It was the hurricane year, if you remember the shortage with gas and fuel. Pretty amazing that year. A lot of people's attention, uh, understandingly, I mean, just very compassionate about other people in immediate need. 
or uh, feeling like that urgent need with the hurricane that hit, um, we still collected 4,500 jars of peanut butter, which was really great. So that was 2017. 2018, we collected 5,404 jars. So we saw some some more growth. And uh, the plan all along was to expand. But I wanted Johnson and Brandeis to be the original and to have its own identity as the peanut butter bowl. And they've done a great, astounding job with that. Uh, but I sat down with Coach Ritterman. At that point, Coach Fleener was back in the Dallas area coaching the Mesquite Skeeters. And uh, Coach Branscombe had stepped in at Brandeis and has just been all in with Peanut Butter Bowl. Just love and appreciate Coach Branscombe just stepped all in. That's what these coaches do. You know, Coach Soto is now at Johnson. He's all in. Uh, Coach Harris at Churchill, Coach Hamilton, um, Coach Bush, Coach Mangold. I mean, all of them have just done a great job. Coach Bazer at Brennan, really appreciate all of them. So we decided that I talked to Coach Ritterman and said, what about you know expanding now, including some other teams and games? And so he put out the word to some of the schools that we wanted to invite just just start you know we didn't want to start with 100 schools or 200 schools um, we're not ready for that and uh, immediately those coaches responded and said yep we're in we're in so 2019 we expanded to those four games and we collected 14,128 jars which isn't that awesome isn't that great uh, very very happy uh, very amazed had a lot of people in San Antonio had my MVP in Houston, Mike Spears, um, who always supports with Brandeis, which uh, it helps them out a lot and helps us out a lot. And uh, it was just a really great year. So, again, we were going to expand slowly to seven games, 14 teams, but we scaled back. And uh, I'm very excited about where we are. And I hope that you're on board. And I will say this. I mean, don't forget, as we want to grow – uh, people understand and are doing a great job about giving peanut butter. Don't forget that very bold ministry. We pour money and resources into making peanut butter bowl happen. So I am always looking for God to lead someone to be a part of our team and help resource and uh, help us to move forward so that we can feed more people. So anyway, if God puts that on your heart, Hallelujah. I'm down. Send me an email, steve at peanutbutterbowl.com. Would love that. You can send me an email. Mark's got it up there, probably steve at verybold.com. Um, this, uh, it's just, it's awesome. I'm living the dream. I get to be a youth pastor of River City Church, New Braunfels. Ah, it's amazing. Amazing church, amazing kids. So blessed by them. And then I get to do things like this, like feed hungry kids. And uh, do some children's books and resources like Bobby Be a Blessing and work with coaches and do this radio and podcast show. Uh, you can guess that takes resources. So I'm always looking for people that could give $25 a month, $100 a month. Sometimes people, God will lead you to give $1,000 just to help us to continue to grow peanut butter bowl or $5,000, whatever God leads. Um, I'm going to appreciate a lot. And if it's uh, $5 a month, man, awesome. You know, for Peanut Butter Bowl, I loved it. There was um, there have been many donations online. There was a $2 donation. I just loved it. It was just someone who was like a couple of them. And uh, one of them, I think, was a student. It's just like, I'm going to give him a jar. You know, here it is. There's your $2. So just fantastic. And, of course, we've had some people in the Alamo Heights community. Someone was generous enough to give 500 jars online. 
somebody else gave 325 jars online. Just tremendous, and uh, I, I love it. So here's the backstory on um, how the peanut butter bowl kind of happened from the other sort of point of view, and it's going to take us past 25 minutes. <laughs> uh, so KSLR listeners, just hang in there, listen to the podcast, catch it all. I do talk about this each and every year just because I, I love the way God works. And so you you caught on to that I was at Daily Bread Ministries. I saw the peanut butter, and that's when the light switch went, light switch went on. I know some of you say off, but I think it's on. I think the light went on. And uh, but backing up just a little bit, just to give you some of the backstory. So Coach Ritterman at Johnson, one of my very good friends, um, has been for almost twenty five years. And then Jeff Fleener, who was the coach at Brandeis at the time, when I was a youth pastor the first time around at Northern Hills, he was in my youth group. He also was a quarterback at Madison. Uh, he was his junior year. I think the quarterback his, uh, who was a senior was Bobby Alford, uh, who also goes to our church in New Braunfels, small world. Love it. Went to Northern Hills Church at the time. Just couldn't get him in my youth group. But I got his kids in my youth group, so it's good. Uh, so Jeff Fleener was the uh, – uh, the quarterback or his senior year for Coach Ritterman at Madison and Coach Streety, the coaching legend. Uh, so uh, Jeff Fleener was mentored. He was protege under Coach Ritterman. Then Jeff Fleener goes off to A&M, um, is like, no, I'm not going to do coaching, even though his dad has been – he's a lifer in coaching – and uh, goes off to A&M and then along the way decides, okay, no, I'm called to coach and goes up to the Dallas area, gets involved on a staff there and then becomes the offensive coordinator at Allen High School. If you know your Texas high school football, surely you know about Allen High School, the Allen Eagles. They built a beautiful like college-looking stadium, beautiful. Uh, got to be there early on, amazing stadium. And uh, Jeff Fleener became the offensive coordinator, started to win state championships with the Allen Eagles, had a transfer quarterback come in by the name of Kyler Murray, uh, who later became an OU quarterback and now Arizona Cardinals quarterback. Won three straight state championships with those Allen Eagles, Kyler Murray included, but many other talented players did a great job. Became the head coach at Brandeis. Brandeis and Johnson both opened the same year, 11 or 12 years ago. Um, both open, yeah, 2008 or 2009, I forget. Um, and so they were wise. Coach Ritterman and the coach at Brandeis at the time, I believe it was probably Coach Campbell, decided, well, we should play each other because we're brand-new schools. And when you're a brand-new school, you don't have any seniors on your varsity team, no juniors. Um, you're young. And if you get thrust into that UIL year where you have to play varsity, it's going to be hard. And they Both coaches did a great job. Um, but they scheduled each other because somebody needed a win as well. Well, they continued to develop a rivalry. Both teams were in the playoffs uh, shortly after opening, did a great job building you know, really successful, good programs. So fast forward to 2015 where Jeff Fleener becomes the head coach at Brandeis, and so he's going to be the head coach facing against Ron Ritterman, his mentor at Johnson. Ron Ritterman's coached a bunch bunch of years, won a lot of ball games as a head coach. Jeff Fleener has just come off a three-year uh, win streak of whatever, 45, 46 games, 50 games, something crazy. 
and he's now coaching against Ron Riddiman. So at the time, I have three kids. They're grown now, 28, 26. She's pregnant with my first grandbaby, yes. Uh, my 21-year-old um, son, my oldest is Samantha, precious angel, just all awesome family. Um, two of my three kids, David and Jessica, went to Johnson High School. We lived in the Johnson area. We we're part of the Johnson community. But as a youth pastor, now your um, yeah, your former youth group kid who you officiated his wedding between with him and, and Katie, the golden couple that they were, um, the Ritamans went up to Dallas for that wedding, of course. Um, you know, it was, it was wonderful, but you're kind of, you're kind of pulled because you're Johnson community, but man, when you're a youth pastor, you're with your kids for life. And so you want Jeff to do well and Katie to do well. You want Ron and Patty to do well. And so we went to the game, my wife and I, Chris, we went to the game. The first half we sat on the Johnson side. I saw Patty Ritterman. Of course, she knew that we were going to be pulling for Jeff and Katie and the Broncos as well. And she looks at me. She says, you picked the right one. And I said to Patty, I said, Patty, we're going to be here for the first half. The second half, I bought tickets, got my free tickets from coach. Thank you. But I bought tickets for the Brandeis side so I could we, we could support Jeff and Katie. So that's what we did. The end of the game, Brandeis lost. And I saw Jeff and Katie and Man, if you haven't lost in three years, you are not ready to lose ever. I felt good for Coach Ritterman, of course. Uh, he's a great coach, an amazing leader. Uh, felt great for him, but I did not feel great for Jeff and for Katie. And uh, so that really is where Peanut Butter Bowl got started was just me feeling miserable on the field like well this man this is bad I feel good for one feel bad for the other I don't like this feeling at all and so then you fast forward to the spring of 2016 where I go to Daily Bread Ministries and hear about Snack Pack for Kids San Antonio that is when the light goes on okay if Brandeis and Johnson are going to play every year and Coach Ritterman and Jeff Fleener are going to and Coach Fleener are going to face off every year somebody's going to lose and somebody's going to be disappointed. But if we feed hungry kids, then we all win. And before I even talked to Coach Ritterman or uh, Coach Fleener and, the, and their wives, I actually reached out to Leslie Kingman. I did not tell her the concept. I just said, please explain to me why you need peanut butter and how much peanut butter you can take. And uh, just started with that. And then I talked to uh, Coach Ritterman and Patty at our church at the time, Momentum Bible Church, and just threw out the idea. I remember, I, I've got it pictured. This is the way God works with my mind. Uh, at Cibolo Green Elementary School, where our church was meeting, telling Patty, and she was just immediately excited, like, yeah, that's great. And Ron sort of like, okay, taking it in, and his brain is processing and thinking, who will I need to talk to about this? Uh, my athletic director, my principal, all those things. I took Jeff and Katie Fleener out uh, near Brandeis High School to a restaurant and talked to them about Peanut Butter Bowl. And uh, Jeff said, of course, we're going to do that, and then met with the Ritamans and the Fleeners. Again, Katie was sick, so she couldn't be there, but met with them and talked about, all right, what are we going to do with this? And uh, they were already on board, and that is how Peanut Butter Bowl got started. And it has been exciting, and I'm excited that if you're watching this or listening to the podcast or um, you, you're with us, and maybe you don't give to Very Bold, maybe you don't give peanut butter, but you're still just – you're with us. Maybe we're in your prayers. Maybe you're praying for God to bless this because I love when I hear those words, now you give them something to eat. 
and I'm looking for people that will help me to give them something to eat. And I'm looking for people that will hear God say to you, you give them something to eat. And remember, it feels like, what? I got five loaves, two fish? I didn't even have that. I mean, I had those three slices of Wonder Bread, a little bit of Skippy left over. I mean, you just don't have to have much. God is not looking for um, the world. He's just looking for what do you have? What do you have to offer? And maybe for you today, it is a prayer. And maybe you'll pray for me that God will resource this ministry so that we can grow. Maybe you're like, I can't give you $5. I can't give you a buck, but I will pray for you. Some of you, though, God will move on your heart and say, you know what? I want to be a part of this. Uh, I would be privileged to be a part of this very bold team that is doing this. And I'm looking for you as well. Some of you might be hearing this, and God might be birthing in you a new idea, a different idea for you to do something else, and you may just feel kind of like like I did, a little bit excited, a little bit unknown what it was going to look like, how it was going to happen. Um, I don't know, but if that's what God is doing or if that's what you're doing, then, man, that's awesome too. Um, I just I love when God puts an idea in motion and uh, makes things happen. And that's what we're trying to do for Very Bold. So I just want to thank you for listening today to the podcast. Uh, No interview today. We'll be back next week with more interviews. Hopefully I can give you a recap of where we are with Peanut Butter Bowl. Hopefully I'm able to tell you next week, hey, we got over 10,000 peanut butter jars. Um, We got some more people that are supporting Very Bold so we can grow so that one day we can say we had 100,000 jars worth of peanut butter or 500,000 jars worth of peanut butter. I mean, uh, but that's that's going to take some help. So uh, I'm interested to see if that's you. You can email me again, even if you have questions, steve at verybold.com, steve at peanutbutterbold.com. It's both coming to me, and uh, we'll talk, and you'll pray, you'll think about it, and we'll see what God does. With that, I want to say to my team that exists today, and many of them have been giving to Very Bold, making this happen Since 2003, January 1, uh, thank you. Um, We are privileged and honored to get to do some very cool things for the kingdom of God, get to do some very cool things as part of our mission of evangelizing, sharing good news with people, the victory, equipping people in their faith, and encouraging people. I love to encourage people. And I just think about different people that have been a part of our ministry throughout the years and what a difference it makes. Um, And I can't even name all their all their names because I would miss too many. Um, So would you just please be so gracious to know that I'm thinking about you right now? God is bringing your names and faces into my mind and I'm praying a blessing over you. Thank you so much. Just thank you so much. Wow. And I want to thank, I do want to thank, I am going to say this, thank you to Jason Powers, my pastor at River City, for understanding when I was first hired as the youth pastor there um, that I had another job, very bold. And part of it was Peanut Butter Bowl. My first official day at River City Church, I'm like, Jason, uh, I'm sorry. That is the day of our press conference when we're going to be talking about Peanut Butter Bowl. He's been nothing but incredibly supportive. And now to have our church on board, like I said, giving 
1,200 jars that's going to help us get up there. Are you doing the math? HEB gave 1,400. Uh, River City Church, uh, New Braunfels, 1,200. So that's 2,600. Um, we've got Alamo Heights that already came came in around 3,200, getting close to 3,300. So, I mean, we're getting there, but there's still a lot of peanut butter to give, and you can give right now, peanutbutterbowl.com. That's enough talk about giving. Um, I just, man, I, I'm just grateful. So just some gratitude, and I'm just thinking about my people all over in California, in Houston, right here in San Antonio, in New Braunfels, just people um, in Nashville, um, Man, people that have give, given over the years that aren't even able, able to give now, I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about uh, family in California. Um, I'm thinking about family in Colorado, people that support this ministry. Man, just thank you. Every time when I go to Ferris Stadium tonight, walk out and collect peanut butter, I feel like you guys are with me. So um, I want to pray a blessing. One of the favorite things I, I love to do, and when I work with coaches, part of Very Bold Ministry, I do coaches' Bible studies. So this morning I was up. You know, you know I'm a late-night guy, right? I'm up at 4.50 on this day to get to Johnson High School at 6 a.m. to do Bible study with an incredible group of men and women. Um, I do the same with Brandeis, uh, just not at 6 a.m. We do that through Zoom. And then Alamo Heights uh, each every week with uh, Coach Ritterman and his staff. Um, and it's it's just amazing. And I just feel like when I get to impact those coaches and teachers who are impacting so many hundreds and thousands of students each day, um, it's a part of what is very bold. And you guys are a part of that. And when I meet with them, sometimes I, I just pray a blessing over them. And our guest that we have on the show is our producer, our great producer, Mark Knows. We pray each and every time off air. And it's just sometimes just my favorite part of the day. So I want to pray a prayer blessing over you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close my eyes for this. Um, but I'm praying for you. Lord Jesus, we walk up to you. And we look at what's in our hands, and our hands aren't even big enough for five loaves and two fish. I can see myself with two blue bags full of peanut butter and just saying, hey, Jesus, this is for feeding hungry children. Will you multiply this? Jesus, just take what we have to offer, and you bless it, and you multiply it. And now, Lord Jesus, while I'm in your presence, just thanking you for multiplying and doing what you do, I want to pray a blessing, Lord Jesus. I want to ask your blessing over these people that are watching, that are listening. Some of them are going through some very hard times right now. And Lord Jesus, if you would bless them today, that they would experience anew, afresh, your love, your word, you telling them that you love them, that you are enough for them and that they are enough. You telling them that you will never, never let go of them, that you are with them. And Lord Jesus, for somebody who's listening, breakthrough right now in Jesus name, by your power and your authority, breakthrough right now. And for someone who is 
praying about looking for that next job and has been waiting for a while. Today is Thursday. Lord, I pray for that right now, but I also pray within the next couple of days, just that right lead, that right thing becomes clear. I pray your blessing over them. For those who are watching or listening and are sick, Lord Jesus, you know I love to pray for people who are sick or for people who are going through spiritual warfare and are oppressed and discouraged. I pray first for those that are healed, um, for those that are sick or ill, I pray for your healing in Jesus' name. Just go ahead and bring that about. If that's you, send me an email, steve at verybold.com. I'm praying for your healing. We have seen Jesus move. We have seen Jesus do incredible things. And now I'm thinking of some of those people. Mike Dutson, you come to mind, of course. I would like to hear from you. If you need prayer or if you just experienced a healing, send me an email, steve at verybold.com. For those of you who are going through some spiritual warfare, you don't even understand what's going on. I am praying for breakthrough that Jesus would set you free. It says in the scripture that people were cured and healed, um, not just of physical ailments, but of those uh, impure spirits. And I pray that you would be set free by the power of Jesus. For those of you who are still listening, but man, you don't have a clue about Jesus. You just want to help people with peanut butter. I'm so grateful for you. I pray a blessing upon you. I pray, um, I pray God's blessing in your life and that you would experience and Know the joy and freedom that he wants to offer you and the love that he has for you. And you just call out to him and say, if that's real, I want to know it. So I pray that blessing over you. Um, I pray in the name of Jesus and by his power and authority because he sent me to do so. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. We are going to sign off. Mark is like, well, it's probably time. Uh, appreciate you guys so much. Again, you can go to peanutbutterbowl.com. You can give some peanut butter. You can go to verybold.com. You can support us so we can continue to do what Jesus told me to do. You give them something to eat. Very Bold comes from Paul's writing, realizing if you just have ever stopped and just realized, man, what hope we have, what assurance we have, what a promise, what a savior we have. I've been set free from my garbage. And you have too, if you've put your faith in Jesus, if you just look and just think about all that God is doing, it's, I know it's easy to think about the negative. I get it. But even in the negative, Jesus is always wanting to bring out good and positive always. And so in your life, I pray that he's doing that too. But I also pray that you get your mindset in the right space. And you're thinking about, you know, God is at work. God is doing some good things. Some of those people that you're running into today, it's not a coincidence. It's a part of God's plan. The fact that you're listening today is not just, oh, you decided to. If you're still listening, it is definitely a part of God's plan. Uh, so this great hope that I'm talking about, the apostle Paul wrote about as well. And he said this, and this is how we sign off each and every time. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. Steve at VeryBold.com